Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Glad you could join us again today. Today we're going to start looking at making some goals for next year. Now, with this being Ecclesia principles, a lot of times you might think, well, what, what goals do we set? Well, the, the bottom line, and one thing I would encourage you to do across your life, I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions. I'm talking about incremental goals that you can put effort into and accomplish with God's help. Now, in this, here, here would be the question. How are you going to serve God in influencing government? How are you going to serve God in influencing culture? We are, as the Ecclesia, we are Jesus' culture builders. You know, he said, on this rock, I will build my Ecclesia. That word ecclesia there, the primary use of it in Jesus' day was the name of the legislative body of the Greek city-states. So Jesus goes outside of Israel and pulls in this term. And ultimately what he's saying, and, and that's really what he was talking about, well, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom, what you bind on earth will be bound, what you loose on earth will be loosed and he says basically says i'm giving you the keys you bind on earth it will be bound in heaven you loose on earth it will be loosed in heaven in other words jesus again he's saying you got the keys you have the keys i'm giving you the keys you're driving in a manner of speaking and at that point he says the gates of hell will not prevail against it well uh, the culture, uh, almost globally, uh, back in that time period, was that uh, that leadership meetings, the elders, uh, those in charge, met in the gates of the city. They met at that <clears throat> at that entrance point, and or the entrance to to the to the village or whatever. That was a common practice. And if you would, what Jesus is identifying in the world, there are those at the gates that are representing hell. If you would, they, they, they've got hell's gates. They're the leadership of hell, if you would, on earth. That's a solemn thing to think about, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes you can identify some of them people. But he's saying that at the gates of those same cities, those same communities, he is going to build an ecclesia. He is going to have a representation in the leadership of the community, uh, the area, the state, however it goes from that standpoint. He's going to have his people who are pushing his culture, his values, what he believes is right. 
they are reconciling to God their own lives, and then they are working toward reconciling the world to God from that standpoint. Now, <clears throat> again, this isn't legalism. It does have to do with legislation and policies, but we're not talking about legalism where you know, a lot of people, uh, there's a difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Grace is in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, it was, you mess up, stone you, you're dead. That's not the New Testament process. So we have to take the principles of God's Word and bring them into the culture of the New Testament. Now, with this, again, the question being, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to move it forward? Now, my passage that I want to use today may sound a little odd, but it's Proverbs 6, verse 6. He says, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. And he goes on, actually, the next verse, verse 9. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you as a prowler and, you, and your need like an armed man. You see, if you would, the church has sat by and watched the world watched those who are pushing the agenda of hell. The church has slumbered during this. We have not engaged. We have sat back and we've watched it. Now, thank God for those who have engaged. Some have. For a number of years, I didn't. I did a little bit, but I didn't do much. And as a result of that, Hell's agenda is continuing to move forward. And if you would, uh, uh, as he says in verse 10, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall your poverty come on you like a prowler. The moral <laughs> depravity of our culture today, our lack of values, our lack of just people understanding truth, that lack has grown to such a place, and for lack of a better phrase, it has overtaken us like a prowler, like, like a thief in the night. Uh, a lot of people are going, how did we get here so quickly? How did this happen? What was going on? I didn't see this coming. Why? Well, because we didn't keep putting the things in place that needed to be putting. Our, found, our founding fathers, one of the biggest things that they did after uh, the Revolutionary War, if you look back, uh, things actually right prior to the war and right after the war, there were a number of colleges and universities that were founded. They prioritized 
education. The, the Ivy League schools, if you go back, virtually all of them were founded for the proclamation of the gospel. You say, but well, they were colleges. Yes, but they were designed to teach and educate so that the, the principles and the values that they were given would help continue the gospel. You know, uh, I'll, I'll just throw this out. A lot of times people say, well, you know, America is not a Christian nation. Look how it lives. See, the bottom line, though, is when you determine if a nation is a Christian nation, a Muslim nation, a Hindu nation, a, a communist nation, the way you determine that is not how the people live. The way you determine that is you look at what has guided the formation of their government. Where did the principles of government come from and where, what are the laws based on? Now, today people are trying to erode our biblical foundation and get rid of it. But the foundation of America was the Judeo-Christian ethic. It is the Word of God. It is the Bible. And in that sense, America is a Christian nation. Our founders built it on the biblical principles of God's Word. That is a reality. But in this, we haven't, over the years, prioritized the things. You see, the ant, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides supplies in the summer. See, things were good in America. You know, it, it, things were healthy. I mean, there were obvious problems. Don't misunderstand me. No nation has ever been perfect. Our nation has never been perfect. But overall, it was good. It's still the best in the world. But if you would, we kind of got lazy and just figured America would always stay the way it was. And in the meantime, those at the gates representing hell began to tear down our values, began to tear down the things that had been built to keep America in that place. And if you would, we weren't showing up for the votes. And I'm not just talking about you know, uh, election votes. We weren't showing up to express our values, to express our opinions. We weren't doing that. And I'm not saying you got to uh, uh, be like some of them do. You, got, you don't need to act like a, <laughs> a raven lunatic or an idiot or anything like that. I'm not talking about that at all. But we need to express our values and our views and we need to vote those. I believe it was Billy Sunday uh, said it would be a sin on Sunday to pray. <laughs> your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and then go vote uh, for sin. Go vote for things that are contrary to the will of God. And that's true. We, we, have, we have separated things so much. Now, back to our question. What are you going to do to advance the kingdom of God in our culture? You know, I'm, I'm setting some goals. There, there's some things, uh, in, in all honesty, there's some amazing things that have come up, tremendous opportunities that 
uh, we're looking at and praying about right now. And with this, but we have to make a decision. It doesn't happen automatically. It, it, in all honesty, let me put it this way. It doesn't happen just because you pray. Let me say that again. It doesn't happen just because you pray. God gave you the keys. Jesus said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. What are you going to bind? What are you going to lose? Now, I understand everybody has a life. Everybody has things they have to do. You have to do things that fit within this. But let me say this also. Because a while back, uh, a few years ago, I don't remember exactly how far back, but it, it was probably uh, 2019 or somewhere through there. I spoke, I had a conversation with my wife. And, you know, don't have any grandchildren or anything at the time. And I told her, I said, uh, I'm going to start getting more involved in governmental type of things. I said, because I don't want the day to come when I'm looking at our grandchildren and hearing what they're having to deal with and going and what's going on. I don't want to have that happen and me sitting there thinking, I wished I would have done something. I said, that's not going to happen. I am going to give my energy and my effort to creating as good a world as I can for them. So I'll end with our question again. What are you going to do to change our culture? God bless you. Have a great day. Principles with Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.